I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh my God. Okay, wait. This is not going to make it on the show, but I do have to tell you because you just said the C word. And here's a comedian and I'm going to tell him a joke. Okay, ready? There are two, there are two tampons walking down the street. Which yeah. one says hello? Uh, the tall one? Yeah. <laughs> Neither. They're stuck up cunts. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. That's so, so good. good. Welcome to Divorce Party. Today's guest is Crystal Grinick. I had the pleasure of being connected with her via Instagram. Once you start a very specific podcast, the hashtag Divorce Party is something that I scroll every day. And I found this amazing Instagram called Hissy Fet. And it is the most gorgeous and fun divorce party merchandise. If you or anyone you know is throwing a party, you definitely want to click our Amazon link and shop for them. Beautiful, fun, sassy gifts. Uh, it will really elevate your divorce party to the next level. Um, she is amazing. She has a background in beauty and fashion and lifestyle PR. And today she is going to sit down and talk to us about birthing Hissy Fett with her cousin and her own personal connection to divorce and her very entertaining divorce story. Please welcome to the show, Crystal Grinick. Hi. My God, I love your background. Yes. <laughs> so, you're so fucking smart. Of course, you have all your Hissy Fet merch in the background. Trying. I'm certainly trying. It's my home office. So I was trying to do it. <laughs> How can you not have fun in that office? That's amazing. It's fantastic. It is. It's like the most fun. And and I get to be cheeky and clever and I get to just yes. think oh. of the most outlandish things and uh-huh. the job. But yeah, we'll have paper goods. We're going to have fun pillows and oh. tissue box covers, 
even going to have koozies for pints of ice cream because we're trying to think of the things that when you're maybe across the country or even across mm -hmm. the city and your friend calls and says, I'm completely miserable. I'm going through a breakup or a divorce. And what do you send them? You want to send them a little something that doesn't break the bank, but you don't know exactly what to do. And so how can you help them through? So uh, pillowcases is one of the things that's to come because I found going through my divorce, that's the time that's the hardest is at night. Yeah. Because during the day you're busy with work and a lot of people have kids. I don't have children, but like a lot of people have children. And so they're busy. And then it's when you hit the pillow at night that things really start to feel terrible. And so we'll have fun little pillows that say things like, take everything starting with his side of the bed. Just oh, something that when you make so your way cute. to the bed, you'll think of your friend who sent you a pillowcase yeah. and give you a little giggle. But that's what really caught my eye when I was searching the divorce party hashtag. And I saw, well, not only do you have such a great eye for design, so your page Thank really you. stuck out, but I mean, yeah, there's just a lot of eh, like do it yourself, you know, kind of budget, but your stuff, I mean, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the store Kitson in Los Angeles. Yes, yes, on Robertson. I used yeah. to shop that all the time I, when I lived I feel in like it's called Kitson 2 now because I feel like they had like <laughs> a thing or something happened, but we I aged out. Like, we aged out. Right. Oh God. But I feel like your stuff could be front and center on a gorgeous table there. And, you know, if someone just in a pinch day of had to run and get something, but I mean, so gorgeous. And from the minute I brought out the boxes and the, you know, former bride opened them, it just like the energy kicked in. The laughter was going. We were immediately like taking pictures and, you know, turning up the music and just it made getting ready to go out that first night so much fun. And well, I watched I watched your podcast with Kelly. And what I really appreciated about it was that she was saying or I should say I listened and watched. But <laughs> um, what I really appreciated about it is that she shared that she was a little worried about wearing it. And I think a lot of women are, they think, Ooh, am I going to get judged if I go out in this? Yeah. Does this seem tacky? But that's actually what we're trying to do is take the judgment out of it and all of this shame that can come along with divorce and to celebrate, because if you're in something that isn't working, what trophy do you get at the end for staying in it? Like, I, I kind yeah. of don't understand. Um, I understand how shame can keep you in it, but at the end of the day, when you're outside of it and you've lived through it, I think to myself, what trophy are you getting mm -hmm. for staying in a shitty marriage? Yeah. I mean, and we shouldn't awesome. celebrate that. We should celebrate that people are being true to themselves mm -hmm. and that people are listening to their hearts. And that doesn't have to be this cookie cutter way of doing things anymore. Tom, Crystal has a hilarious memory of you. What were you yes. telling me the other day? Okay, Tom, I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. And every oh, time yeah. you were on Stern, it was yeah. incredible because you're so open and candid and mm -hmm. willing to, you know, share your stuff and mm -hmm. so human about it. And so I remember one of my favorite episodes, this was probably 30 years ago or something. Yeah. And you were on and Howard said, um, Roseanne says that oh, you God. have a small dick yeah. and you said, yeah. well, that's funny because that's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Yeah. And I tell people yeah. that story all the time. Like yeah. I say all the time, Tom said, 
his dick was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Oh, yes. That sounds yeah. like well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> there was an episode. <laughs> I love Howard. I got to do it again soon. I did it uh, last summer. But you, and I've always loved it. I love listening. I'm a super fan too, just like you. But uh, one time after Roseanne, I broke up maybe a year or something after. I was in New York promoting something, and, it, and Gary called me and said, hey, Roseanne's in the studio, and uh, <laughs> he wants to, uh, you know, wants to uh, put things past you or whatever. Would you get on with her? And I go, yeah, I, yeah, I'll do that. And uh, it started bad and went worse. In fact, <laughs> um, it how was, did I miss that one? There was screaming like, fuck you. You can hear it on the repeats. 45 minutes later, I was standing up my bed at the Regency screaming fuck you and then uh <laughs> and then uh, howard's like well i guess we are gonna work that out all right <laughs> and uh my friend steve tish who was my second best man uh who owned the regency the hotel said had called me right after goes are you okay i go why <laughs> why he goes uh people are pulled off of the side of the highway listening to this fight on howard stern right and they're I'm, like late to meetings late picking I, up their kids they're just like yeah, glued I, I, I didn't intend for it to be, I had uh, high hopes, or at least, you know. <laughs> you never I, know. I, know I, I said to myself before, sorry, I'm not going to get mad, no matter what. I'm not going to be, uh, and then just screaming, standing on my bed screaming. But oh, that's, that's my God. You know. um, okay, so Tom, I want to tell you really quick how I met Crystal, and then she's yeah. going to get into her two amazing divorce stories. Okay. Um, so I was scrolling Instagram, the hashtag divorce party and looking for things for our Instagram account, but also okay. looking for Kelly's divorce party. Mm -hmm. And she by far had the most beautiful, cheeky, fun, cute merch. And then we started messaging and mm -hmm. then she started listening to the podcast and became a fan. Mm -hmm. And I realized that she and her cousin, Destiny, had started mm -hmm. this company together. So it's like this little baby that they birthed. Mm -hmm. And they're just doing it on their own. And Crystal has a background in, you know, PR and other beauty brands. And so I just love, you know, connecting with people, especially people that make their own business out of something that, you know, was, you know, traumatic. For sure. So, so what do you do? You sell the... You, 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 your business is, is it specifically for divorced people or uh, is that, is that the, that's a really interesting market. Is that what the deal is? It is what the deal is. So the deal is that it's for breakups, I, leaning towards divorce. Mm -hmm. um, I went through two divorces and I felt mm -hmm. a ton of shame after mm -hmm. my second one. I was going to stay in something where I might not have gotten out alive, to be quite honest with you. But right. that felt like an easier out than telling everybody that after a year I was getting a, div a divorce. I was feeling mm -hmm. like a total failure. And so in my depression and, and not being mm -hmm. able to get myself kind of off of the ground after I pulled the trigger, my cousin Destiny was like, you're so good at planning parties. You threw the most amazing divorce party after your first one. Let's do something so that you can get mm -hmm. up again and feel like you get some power back in this. And so that's what we did. We just started creating merchandise that other women can use or men. You know, eventually mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we have something for everyone. But right now we're definitely um, female leaning. But we wanted to have something for everyone that was going through a divorce that would help them to take the power back, not feel so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. 
Well, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, not having the courage to go. Okay, this is the deal. I got to get. I got to get out of here. It's going to take a little. It's a pain in the ass to get divorced or break up. You know, <laughs> it is. It. but uh, uh, from my experience of my four divorces and, and many breakups before that is uh, that you once you get out. I mean, you really don't realize how bad things are until you because you're always if you're like me, you're always trying to make it work or do this or I'll turn this shit around or whatever. And uh, it takes a while to get out of there. Monica, and I talk about Monica was the first person in her peer group that that got divorced. And so, you know, it's the stake of divorce. People are scared to death. They'll say, I love you. I support you. Oh, you're getting a divorce. I just got married. Uh, I cannot be around you. And that's really what happens. To guys are like, yeah, my wife won't let me. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're afraid. She's afraid I'll get it. I'll get the bus. It happens. It happens with women too. Like I noticed that when I would be coupled up with someone, then having a girls' night um, didn't seem like as bad of a thing because we were all married and coupled up. But as soon mm-hmm. as you throw a single girl into the mix, they're like, "Oh, is my wife going to oh, yeah. get ideas here? Like, is yeah. she going to corrupt her?" So there's definitely I know what you're talking about when you say the stink mm-hmm. of divorce it can absolutely happen do men feel shame when they're getting a divorce do you it's feel shame for having four yeah yeah it's embarrassing especially you know in my case and I used to say after my first three divorces you know you can still kind of blame all those crazy witches but then at your fourth <laughs> you, know, you got to realize oh oh no it's me it's me now whatever my choices were uh, you know, I, I think I was, I went all in, like, this is going to be whatever. And especially when you have uh, big weddings and then uh, you got to get a new best oh, band and people buy you gifts. And so what do you do with that? Uh, my thing is always like, well, you know, I gave it a, I gave it my best, but it is ridiculous when you've been married, in my case, married four times in 18 years. It's a, and, <laughs> and I, I, I have no idea how it happened. I was looking for something that, you know, perhaps I could only get for my children, which is the unconditional love. Um, but it is, uh, you know, because it, it people, I do this thing. If a friend says, yeah, I'm getting a, a divorce. I'll never say, well, I'm glad. Cause I hated that bitch. I'll never say that because they'll probably get, they'll back, get back together. And then they'll get back together. <laughs> yeah. So I, I admit her, I think women are more supportive of each other from my experience. Like men, if you you you're having an acrimonious divorce, a high conflict, they're like, dude, what did you do? I go, I you know, I I, I did I'm just my general self. Nothing big did bring any of the big rules. <laughs> and they're like, Well, a woman scorned, you know, which is a horrible thing to say. Uh that 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 number one is very sexist, but two, it excuses a lot of <laughs> bad behavior apparently um, it does. but but you know it takes courage and the truth is as, as we start talking about this a lot of people are divorced a lot of people at my kids school my kids are 10 and 7 and there's a lot of just moms or dads or especially dads the older they two. get there's more people that are yeah. you know separating well i'll tell you they say that it's over 50 percent right now for mm-hmm. first marriages Second marriages, it's over 60%. Mm-hmm. And third marriages, it's 74%. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I my my thought on that is A, I'm gonna have customers multiple times. So keep divorcing. Right. Just kidding. True. <laughs> True. But B, <laughs> they're coming back for more. But uh B, it it shows you that once you live through a divorce, 
you're willing to put up with less shit. That's what that number tells me. That number tells me that once you've gone through it once, you know you can survive it and staying in it is a worse option than getting out of it. And when my friends say I'm getting a divorce, I say, um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's what I'll ask them. So they can tell me, you know, is is that a good thing or a bad thing? And um, I know like Louis C.K. is a little controversial because, you know, he was whatever. But um, he has a quote that says, no good marriage has ever ended in divorce. And it's Mm -hmm. spot on because Mm -hmm. good marriages just don't end in a divorce. Mm -hmm. There was something there that was broken all Mm -hmm. along the way. And Mm -hmm. otherwise you wouldn't be where you were at. And so I had to take like some, some peace to that because I had to remember that I, I wasn't happy and it's okay to admit that even after the big wedding, like I had the new year's Eve took over a loft, everything hanging from the ceiling, like over the top wedding for my first wedding. It was in magazines. I mean, it was just perfection. Mm -hmm. And then I had to say, I was getting a divorce. You know, you just feel so silly when you've made a production out Mm -hmm. of it for sure. How long long did the first one? Yeah. Give us a little dish of the first one. So the first one, when I look back on it, I know I shouldn't have gotten married. And I can tell you why I got married is that he had a son that he was raising full time. Mm -hmm. And I was in love with the kid who had Mm -hmm. a bad mom and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to let him down. And I was getting close to 40 at that time and thought, it's kind of my last chance dance, you know, like this Mm -hmm. is the one my eggs are drying up and I love this kid. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's a terrible thing. Now in the moment, I wasn't thinking that so clearly, but now when I look back on it and reevaluate, that's absolutely the thing. And so that lasted about two and a half, almost three years. We went through a lot during that time. I had a miscarriage that ultimately left me having, um, the inability to have children at all. So we went through a lot. It was like a really difficult time for us. Um, that said, I think that when I look at my ex-husband and, okay, so I also have two ex-husbands, both named Jason. <laughs> so how do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> so Jason, yeah. number one, um, Jason, number one. So he, when I look at him, I think his thing was he needed constant kind of love. And so he ended up finding someone else who was willing to praise him. And and that's a cycle, right? Like mm-hmm. he, he, uh, somebody bores of that and then they move on. But he ended up like the girl that he ended up going with moved on to my block. Oh, Literally. My like I, I could go to her house in less than a minute. Did she you move on to your that? block while you guys were still married or after the fact? As we were, as he was saying, I want a divorce. She had moved in and I didn't know it. Oh, I wow. only found out because my brother and my sister-in-law were driving down that street and saw him coming out of her house. And that's how I found out. But she also isn't with him anymore. I got text messages in the middle of the night one night. You guys will love this. It was the middle of the night. And I thought, oh, she's, I'm getting a text from his phone. There must be something wrong with the kid because I was still in touch with his son and trying to maintain a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I thought something was amiss. And so it's midnight and I answer my phone and it's, it says, Crystal, this is Lindsay. I'm using Jason's phone. And now she's just ranting. And she's like, 
he's a liar and he's this and that. And I was thinking, uh, yeah, duh. And then she goes on to say, um, uh, he went out and got happy endings before you ever got married. Oh, so she's announcing uh, all these things. That's and I just said, yeah, that's yeah. And so I just said to her, what do you want me to do? Divorce him twice? Like you break <laughs> it, you buy it, sister. Like he's yours now. Don't ever call my phone again. But it was a real odd ending that just I didn't expect. I would have thought that we would have had a more respectful ending than that. Yeah, for sure. That means that there, was you, there was a kid too. And you're like, well, yeah. they say you don't know somebody until you divorce them. I say and that then the you know exactly. I say that all the time. You should yeah. get divorced first, then get married. Because, yeah. you know, if you get divorced first and they're de decent and good, you're like, that's a person I want to spend my life with. But if they want to kill you, if they're just super. <laughs> and that's super shitty, that woman. I got to tell you, man. Yeah. That to go, oh, by the way, I'm going to, at midnight, text you yeah. and tell you something that not necessary because she was angry at him yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. my stomach queasy oh it was yeah. so terrible because like you said it it was the first time i'd ever talked to her you know oh. it was one of those things where it was just such an odd thing but it shows you how crazy a person can make you that's why they call it driving you crazy because mm -hmm. you're in the passenger seat and someone's driving you to crazy land yeah. you know what i mean like you're allowing this person to take you there and i feel like he drove me crazy and now mm -hmm. he was driving her crazy and, and, and she needed to share that I always tell my girlfriends too, when they're worried about, you know, oh, I did all the, this, I put in all this work with him and blah, blah, blah. And I go, honey, no one's getting a better deal than you had. They, the next yeah. girl's going to get the exact same shit. It's just going to look prettier for a minute. And then they're going to get exactly who you were dealing with. No one's all of a sudden going to get this changed, perfect, Prince Charming mm -hmm. version of him. That's such right. a great they, point. But they get, but their expectations are, are different you know and uh, a lot of times we had uh what's your friend from the jeff lewis show she's megan. great uh, megan yeah and she was talking about her for her marriage the guy worked all the time a nice guy but he worked all the time he scores music or something and then they broke up and then she saw his next and just a much younger version of her but yet kind of but so she's got everything that megan did to kind of craft this guy and support this guy and say, hey, it's Bessie. You need to spend time with the kid, whatever. She gets the benefit. This woman gets the benefit. So, and also, I don't think she's like Megan. I think she, she's go, she went into it like, whatever, this is going to be my Prince That was going to be my question, yeah. is sometimes I look at people, and from the outside, I look at their relationship, and I think, there's no way you can be happy. And is it that they just have a higher, like, pain threshold if you will and they're willing to eat more shit than I am or is it that it really doesn't bother them and I'm I, I always think that as I'm like the, hearing they're my just girlfriends easier they're just yeah. easier than you were mm -hmm. well yeah. it's a, you talk about embarrassment too I have I did a comedy special stand-up special during each of my marriages and in in those uh specials <laughs> I love but cast all this love i even wrote a book about one of them uh where i was like uh and, and i'm not with anymore and, and the last special i filmed was in 2017 it came 2018 and my wife at the time my ex-wife just was so hateful she wouldn't even go to the special the shoot or whatever but i had this material i'd had all this good material about her and so uh i did it and then 
yesterday I went down to Savannah, Georgia to give a speech and my driver picked me up at the, at the airport on the way back. He's like, what, can you take a picture of my girlfriend? I go, okay. I doubt at the lobby. Don't I go, that's good. Well, this is, he goes, and I walk out and he goes, this is Jennifer. She's by Ashley. I go, no, don't even say that. He, my <laughs> he goes, but I just watched your special. I go, no, that was a long time ago. I think, uh, but I think that you, uh, you get in relationships. I don't know if you're like this, but you do your best. You grind to get out. You're doing your best. You're just, you know, uh, uh, constantly evaluating yourself. Maybe I didn't do this or I need to do this more. And when you get out of these relationships, you realize how terribly toxic they were. And mm -hmm. some people's post relationships, you know, that because that was what they wanted from you. They wanted this and they could control you and they could do this and put you down and they lose that. And uh, some people, you know, and then it, the only way they can carry that on is well, in case if you have kids together, they can just make that awful and always have access to you a little bit. But I've really been working the last six years on a little over six, just trying to figure out what I could do to not uh, engage with uh, when everything is a uh, gay, I just got back from school and we had to both be there and everything is like, uh. You know, uh, it's a hard, you know, it's a, a hard thing. And they're like, you no, you will not ignore me. No, you will do. And, and one thing I learned, I've said before, and a judge said this uh, because it's been just crazy nonsense. And he said, don't put anything in writing or say it, <laughs> but especially don't put it in writing that you don't want your kids to read back to you when they're adults in public. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, my well, you're Yeah. Sorry, you're you're sober and you would probably yeah. tell people you can't argue with somebody who's drunk, right? You would say That's that. You would probably say, uh, like, you cannot argue with somebody who's drunk. And I have to kind of tell myself sometimes, I can't argue with like narcissistic or I can't right. argue with cuckoo, right? And so I, I almost like when you were saying, how do you not engage? It is so hard sometimes. It like is. my recent ex-husband literally showed up after a year and a half just last week. And uh -huh. I had, I, I felt like I had to say a few things. There were a yeah. few things that needed to be said. Now I sent yeah. them through a window with him banging on the door yeah. trying to get it, but I said them because it's hard and you can't be perfect at it, but I mm -hmm. try to look at them as like, almost mm -hmm. like drunk people. Like you can't reason with them and you have to wait until they're in a space where you can. But I thankfully, thankfully and not thankfully, like all I ever wanted was to have children. And the fact that I cannot has always been a really difficult thing for me, which is why hissy fet is such a big deal for me as well. It's like, I, um, I have a friend that says she sent this to me on mother's day. And she said, some women are lasers and other are floodlights. And mm -hmm. the lasers are the ones that have children and they're meant to give mm -hmm. love to specifically those kids mm -hmm. and nurture them. And then there's women like me who um, are floodlights who are there to be great aunts and a great godmother mm -hmm. and somebody who births ideas, right? So Hissy Fat for me is like that child where I'm birthing an idea. And you have to find those those moments in your divorce that mm -hmm. you can feel proud of yourself or like mm -hmm. you've taken back some of the power. I mean, mm -hmm. I listened to you guys both talk about your children and I know mm -hmm. you would go mm -hmm. through it all again because of yeah. that. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the, the reason, right. You yeah. have to like sometimes see what the reason in your divorce is. Right. And yeah. you also, 
I mean, I was the fun uncle, the whatever, till I was 54. It's not like that and suddenly I just had kids young, like my parents were 18 and 16. And, you know, there is a way, and I'm saying this to you, that uh, um, that whatever is meant to be, and, and actually giving birth is not something that has to happen. Like, I wanted to use a sperm donor. I wanted to use adopt a kid. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Because it's my low sperm count that all four of my ex-wives had to deal with. And, uh, and as I said, Shaquille O'Neal was my next door neighbor. The whole time he played for the Lakers, I would sit and look out the window and he had beautiful kids. Talking <laughs> him. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, in Iowa, if you want to borrow a cup of sugar for your neighbor, you go, you go over to their door. You knock on the door. Hey, neighbor, can I borrow a cup of sugar? They're like, yeah, hell yeah. And I'd have those uh, cups from the fertility clinic. And I'd be like, I got to. <laughs> but, you know, I, I um, yeah, it's a hard, uh, uh, it's a. It's a hell of a thing. And, and I love all- that you admit that, Tom. Like, I don't think many men would admit that they had a low sperm count. I mean, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. very nice of you to, you know, just lay oh, that, that out there. Very, it's extremely low. Hey, they got one sperm. They had to cut my well, nut sack open. I take one sperm out of my, one of my nuts. That's how I got my Is that son. how they do it? Did they really cut open that's one what, of your That was last ditch effort. Yeah. That's, uh, I had a great doctor. And he's like, uh, you know, I cut, we went in to say goodbye after 23 rounds with all total with four wives, which is a lot. Yeah. And I do know that disappointment when you see the heartbeat and then you don't. And and then, and yeah. what that must, it felt like, it felt like for me and for my, a couple of my ex-wives, it's, it's devastating. And you're like, I don't ever want to put a woman through this again or anybody I care about. But, uh, but you know, you, you, you know, there's a lot of, different things we can do and it, you know what's great is you can be a parent later in life you know and you never know mm-hmm. what the circumstances are you know you were a stepmother for a while you would break you would break i was that. a killer stepmother yeah no, let sure. me tell you so that is where this like whole party thing kind of hissy fit that name like throwing a hissy fit is yeah. where that kind of plays off of and I threw the most rad kids parties. And that's what I mm-hmm. thought I was going to do with that name. I thought Hissy Fett was going, I was going to throw kids parties and be like a party planner and do that. And it just kind of never came to fruition. And then it it came to life again later on mm-hmm. after my second divorce. And I really think that this is when it was meant to happen, right? Yeah. Like it, it happens mm-hmm. in the time that it's supposed to, for sure. Oh, oh let me say, when, when we were talking about your, your ex came, your narcissistic ex, beat, uh, knocking on the window. I have videos of 
my ex just tried to break in the window. But you're also funny, <laughs> and I'm funny. And there's some stuff that people says that's so fucking stupid and ridiculous. You, you know, first of all, you go, "How was I married? This is so embarrassing that I was married yeah. to a humorless person." But you can't. You have to be yourself, and you'll say things that which okay. knowing everything triggers them. But fuck it, I have to be myself. I, I went so like, low the other day. Like Michelle Obama, you know, like Michelle Obama, yeah. look away. I'm going low. Like I went so low the other day because my second husband, we eloped during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we told everybody on Christmas morning. And then within four months, I knew it should be over because he had some massive episode. I was telling Monica this before. So yeah. I'm sleeping in my bed one night and he says to me, I'm just feeling really anxious. And like, I can't get this anxiety out. And I said, okay, uh, do you want me to stay up with you? And he said, no, 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 just go ahead, go to sleep. And so I go to sleep and he wakes me up at 4am and he said, I just, I can't get this anxiety out of me. I don't know what I, what to do. And he was in and out of recovery. So, you know, there were substance issues in the past. And I thought that perhaps that was kind of rearing its ugly head again. And was he also ex-military? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like special operations interrogators. So I lived through basically... After this episode, I feel like I was living the the little prisoner of war mm-hmm. sort of breaking you things, which is super mm-hmm. fucking sick, um, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I'm lying in bed and he says, I'm going to go to the gym. Maybe if I just like work out, oh, God damn. I'll get <laughs> this energy out. Yeah. And so I'm laying in bed. I fall back asleep. And at about 630, I hear my bedroom door open. And I look up and it's a police officer, full outfit in my, and I'm like, oh my God, he got in a car accident on the way to the gym. He's dead. And they said, do you have a husband named Jason? And I thought to myself, I have two, but do you have a husband named Jason? And I was like, yes. And he said, come with me. So I walk through my house very tentatively. I'm like thinking, oh my God. And when I get there, there's another cop in the front yard. And then there is my husband on the front porch, <laughs> like from the movie Carrie, covered in blood and Ugh. naked. <laughs> naked. Naked to the world. All of the neighbors now looking. And they bring him the house and he had had like a massive break. And I'm not sure that I ever will get to the bottom of like what that was. But he, that was when I knew I should probably be getting out and not because I can't deal with mental illness. Like, listen, I suffer Mm -hmm. from massive depression. Mm -hmm. I understand all that. But what Mm -hmm. I meant is I could see that it was going to be dangerous Mm -hmm. and I still stayed because of the shame and the stink of divorce. Like I didn't want people to go, you only made it four months, you know, like that, that, I had to get to the point where I was living in a hell. I was living in Afghanistan inside of my house mm. as a prisoner of war, essentially. Wow. And, you know, uh, but I did go low the other day, going back to kind of that, because what ended up happening is when I got him out of the house, my favorite part is he tells everybody, not that this should matter, but it does. You'll get what I'm about to say. It matters to me that I broke up with him. I know that's so lame, but like who asked for the divorce somehow matters. Yeah. And so 
I asked for the divorce and he tells everybody he asked for the divorce and he tells everybody he left me. Those are, that's the word he uses. Mm-hmm. And I always say in the back of a police car, that's how I finished yeah, his that's sentence. Yeah. Cause that's like the last yeah. time I saw him. So then we're going through our divorce and within 60 days, he knocks up some girl from Tinder. Okay. Uh-huh. 60 days out of the house. And he knows that my pain point is not being able to have children. Mm -hmm. And so he sends me this ranting text message that was just basically like, um, God doesn't have favor on you. I'm not particularly religious. And so he was like, God doesn't have favor on you. So you couldn't have children. He's trained everything. When I tell you, he's like really going low. And he says, so you can't have children. And I'm going to raise my baby with this woman who's so much better than you. And all, I mean, just like going on and on. So the other day when he's banging on the window, to your point, Tom, Mm -hmm. of like having to say what you have to say, because sometimes you just can't hold your tongue. I said to him, hey, I heard she took off and left with your kid to Wisconsin. I guess God doesn't have much favor on you because you don't have a kid anymore either. Uh, I thought he's going to come through this window, but you just have moments where you go so low because you're holding it in for so long. Yeah, no one's perfect. That's a bad that guy's an embarrassment to Bab. What a <laughs> whiny little bitch. I know you say he's military. <laughs> I would check out his record, like, for real. Like, I'm not sure I would believe anything he said. That's but... what my brother says. My brother says it's all bullshit. He goes, yeah. "There's he's maniacal. Like, that, he goes, I think that he just uses that as an excuse for yeah. his behavior. I do. You mean, I, like, the like lying that he was special ops and in the military? Yeah. Yeah, because like, I he was like, probably in the mess hall, like, cleaning it's a real you know not yeah, it's a real thing stolen valor that does seem yeah. very dirty john of him yeah it's it so, weird. It's so yeah. weird but people love i mean i remember my first like big boyfriend in high school he made up outlandish crazy it's weird people that make up crazy stories that just aren't true like he created a whole fake brother that he supposedly had I mean, crazy <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> I I don't know what it is, you know. Like they'll, there's people will say like I've heard you say this, Monica. Like my pick, something about my picker. Yeah. And then I have other people who say like just something about them. Like they all come to me. Like they find me. Yeah. I can't decide where I fall on that. Do well, you I guess think it's, it's a you know, picker, or do you think you are picked like well, your remark? I think, you know, you when think? you've done a lot of therapy, I feel like the therapist would ask you, you know, what, what is your role in this? You know, what is your part? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause everything just doesn't happen to you. We're not yeah. just, right. you know, there's right. a reason that you allowed whatever yeah. you were going through. Well, in your- I, I love love bombing, like love bomb uh, the shit out of me. Yeah. I eat that up. Like I'm mm-hmm. such a sucker for love bombing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I think I, I certainly have, uh, look back and especially my fourth you know my first marriage with Rosanna I mean, we had we'd been friends for a long time we met when I was 23 we had a lot of crazy times together I get that I get that she was older than me but she was a mother I love that and and we're both comedians and I get that that you know that was madness at the end but I get it I understand it. the second one she was 21 I was like the opposite of Rosanna <laughs> never lived away from home I was thinking, oh, no, that's what I need. And uh, uh, the third one was just like a political consultant from a nice family, like, you know. And uh, uh, But the fourth one is kind of thrown because I wasn't going to get married. And she did a thing where we would have arguments at first. 
And I'd say, this isn't going to work out. And then she'd freak out and say, let's call a judge to get married. Like, go the other way. Oh, wow. Sort of dangled the stuff. Uh, Roseanne was pretty uh, assertive. but uh, And I was like, that's an interesting thing. Now, looking back on it, years later, I definitely was not in my best place. I'm going to tell you, my decisions, uh, uh, I am grateful that we have uh, uh, the kids. I am, But I have to say, um, it's just, I had no idea. I really wasn't paying <laughs> attention. I probably felt shame that I've been divorced three times. I don't know what it was. Uh, but now looking at it, just the activity from since we broke up, the six and a half years or whatever, you know, uh, I just you start really seeing a person and not that I want my perfect world. OK, we co-parent. We it's over. We're not, you know, but but she said she wanted to divorce for a couple of years. It just was especially cruel. And then I'm the one that had to file for divorce. I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. I mean, you can have this. And yeah. then Same. Freaked out. And, yeah. I mean, I've sat in the car with girlfriends before after like a a night out at dinner and they're just, you know, almost talking, trying to talk themselves out of ending a marriage because they want to control the narrative so bad to go back to what you said about how I just want everyone to know that it's because of him and his drinking and this and that. And I just have to tell people like now that I'm on the other side, I almost just sit there laughing and going, Do you even hear yourself? You're so concerned with optics and whether you, you know, I'm the one who said no to him when it's like, so you're going to stay in this hamster wheel, like get the fuck out. Who cares? Move on. And I said, and realistically, if anyone really knows this person that you're with, they're going to know. They're yeah. going to probably go, well, they should have split up months ago. My friends say that all the time, too. They're like, they'll know. Of course they'll know. Because you start to doubt yourself. You start to think, people are going to think it's me. Like, I always, women use this kind of slur against one another that I hate, which is, um, she can't keep a man. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate that. Like, I hate that. Yeah. And I kept thinking that, like, oh, I'm going to get a divorce after a year and one week of marriage. And everybody's going to say, what's wrong with her? She can't keep a man. Yeah, And that was playing in my head a lot. So the optics of things, sadly, because we're in like, let's face it, we're in this um, very curated Instagram world, right? Like everybody's a small little square. You have no idea what's happening outside of that square. And they present whoever they want. I, I happen to pride myself on being super vulnerable I suffer from depression. Mm -hmm. I had a miscarriage, Mm -hmm. infertility. I was sexually abused as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like I put it all out there because I think it's like our secrets that keep us sick and that we are all better if we show that we are are more alike than different. And I think I even fall into the optics. I just, like I told you, like, it doesn't matter, but it mattered in that moment. I was like, but I broke up with him. You know, it's like so high school, but it did matter. Even with your ex threatening or saying she wanted yeah. to do for years, like what kept you from going, okay, fine? Well, I mean, I eventually did. I said, uh, but at first it was like, well, I got to make this work. I got to make this work. Our kids are so small. True. Like the moment our son was born, it became obvious this is not, this. there's a whole level of anxiety or what a vitriol. Uh, but, you know, you're kind of staying in there. Then my daughter was born and then it was off the charts and you know the uh, now that i look back she spent a lot of time trying to get me out of the house just to 
say that I have the house or whatever. And right. Yeah. Are, You've been through hell and yeah. I hear you haven't had a divorce party. That's true. I want to have it. No, I want to have it. I no. want you to have oh. one and hissy fat wants yeah. to help. We're going to do it. it. Yeah. We're going to yeah. do it. it. We'll spearhead it. Yes. Absolutely. Now, would you have uh, for a band? I mean, I like all, I'm looking at your stuff behind you and I'm thinking, I bet Quinn would like that in her room. My daughter. Look at that. DTF. You know what that means, right? What? What does it mean? Well, in dating life, DTF means down to fuck. But at at his feet, it means divorce that fucker. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love that. that. What what are are some ideas? We'll do something. uh, But I love your whole thing. And I just heard one of her friends had it. Divorce party in Vegas. They thought people Kelly would did that. Yeah. And oh my God, she's a great digger, isn't she? Isn't she, she a character? She so I love fun. her. She is so fun. My favorite part, like listening to the podcast, um, was when she said, uh, Monica was re- recounting the story about at Magic Mike, and she'd see like all these bachelorette parties, and she'd be like, "Call me in five years." Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like oh, we even have, we even have like support squad stuff. Oh, oh my God. God. The support squad so that they can wear yes. stuff that's like, you know, just everybody gets in on it. So we, if we have to make you something custom, we will be, because yeah. we are going to do it upright for you. Yeah. Well, you know, Kelly said something interesting. She thought when she went to Vegas with their divorce party, that people would be kind of bad because people go to Vegas mm-hmm. to get married and it wouldn't connect with people. She might get shit in the elevator, but people loved it. Like the first, this woman, older woman came right up to her and says, that's amazing. Like people loved it and they love and she got insane of course but people loved it and uh that that and i've had these huge weddings that i waste all this money on but i think the part of the reason i keep going back into these relationships is i haven't had a break like a divorce party like that's the end of that part of my life yeah put the x people say put the period at the end of it we say put the exclamation point at the end of it right like it's over I had my first divorce party. I haven't actually had a second one. So we'll have a co-one oh, together. Yeah. Oh my God, Jess, talk to me about hey, your first. Hey, and then we're going to hook up. Yeah, I, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. I just have to have a hey, make I'm out. I'm a great stepmom. I'm a great stepmom. <laughs> I'm DTF. I'm DTF, whatever that is over yeah. here. DTF. <laughs> 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 oh my God, wait. Tell okay, me about your first one a little bit. Because it's so okay, good. So- it was at the time when Beyonce was coming out with her Lemonade uh, yeah. album and she was really pissed off because, you know, Jay-Z had strayed. And so she had this really great music. And so it was at that time. So I had a Lemonade themed party. I had St. Beyonce candles. Uh, I had like those little lemon drop candies for everyone. And they were bagged up with something that said like slightly bitter and then I literally had a uh, cake pop shaped like the bats that she was beating the car with um, uh, deuces. Cause she says, throw your deuces up. I had deuce cake pops and we just had this amazing dinner. I went into a private room in a restaurant and I just set up the whole table and about 10 to 12 of my girlfriends came and we closed down a bar. I did not kiss a stranger and I did not puke. So I'm feeling like I really didn't do it right. But we had the best time and, and it really, it really made it like a way to, it almost feels like it washes it clean. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it other than it just feels like mm-hmm. it, 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 it ends that completely. And now it's a, a true new beginning. And um, 
you like you said, there's bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs, and you look at those and you think, well, that's like a celebration of a time in your life. So why not mark the occasion is my thing. And I loved that Kelly shared that it can be a little unnerving to wear this stuff. I mean, I know that it, it can be a little unnerving because you're worried that people will be like, you're celebrating divorce. I mean, people will say that to me sometimes, even on our Instagram page, but they don't know what you've survived. That's you know, right. They don't know what you survived and why it's a celebration. And so yeah. I feel like um, we just need to celebrate everybody's choices. I feel like that in general in life. Um, and Tom, I really feel like your divorce party is going to be like flipping the switch. Yeah. Like a new, like, okay, Tom's ready to like date. Yeah. He's ready to. Wow. Why hasn't Tom dated? I haven't because. Well, because the, you said it's been six years. I listened to this yeah, podcast and now been, I'm, I'm going deep here. Yeah, it has. Been, <laughs> and I've had uh, Fred's girlfriends. Feds uh, that that are women try to set me up with their. You really don't know what people think of you until they try to set you up with friends. For real, but, For but real. I, I, that I happened to me. I had to get because uh, the uh, the toxicity of the relationship, and then sometimes when you slam on the brakes, you skid for a while. And I really uh, to pull myself completely out of there to be good enough to to uh, date. I also told told my I don't have. It's been you know, very expensive. And my lead off used to be, hey, I'll pay for your student loans. I'll pay for, you know, so. <laughs> uh, and again, I have two little kids, a 10 and a 70 year old. It does. It fucks up a lot of time. Yeah. But also when uh, uh, Pottis goes like, you got to date somebody your own age. I go, have you seen people my age? They're disgusting. <laughs> and, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I'm talking about myself, but. You know, you got to, somebody would have to have some energy or you kind of think it through, but I think it would be a, a really good thing for me. And I think this party, because it's also your divorce parties are funny. You have a yeah. sense, they are funny. And it's hard to be funny when you're going through this bullshit. And yeah. You lose yourself, you lose your, your shine, you lose what your essence, mm -hmm. your whatever, funny, your sense of humor is gone. You're like a shell, you know, take it incoming. And then eventually you're like, okay, I'm going to laugh again too. I'm going to have this divorce party because it's such a ridiculous idea. And and uh, you worry about what people are. are you promoting divorce? The answer is yes. I am, <laughs> I am promoting you. You do not have to state. My grandparents were both sets married for 60 years. And at their 60th, my, I emceed a thing at the country club for it. And my grandpa gave the mic. My grandpa gave a glowing review of it and i gave my grandpa the bike and i go what do you think and about 60 years he goes christ you only get 30 for burger and he really meant it <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, know my parents met at 18 and they were married within six months and they're still married to this day that's so cool. like 51 right. years and that also is a pressure that will keep you in your marriage right like my brother married his high school sweetheart so you'll like start to stay in it but my papa one time was going through the house, slamming cupboards and drawers. And similar to your dad, I was mm. like, what are you doing? And my grandmother said, what are you doing, James? And he said, I'm looking for that marriage certificate because it has to have an expiration date. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, that's also very funny. That's yeah, really he was really funny. That's very Crystal, sweet. Before we wrap up, I want to ask you when after, you know, you saw your second husband getting arrested, you knew that he was dealing Stay away with... from, by the way, yeah. don't let 
see that fucking guy anywhere. Film everything, any interaction. Yeah. I won't, I won't. And I away. should say he didn't get arrested. He just got moved to another moved, location. Yes, moved to another location. But um, I mean, that to me sounds like a horrifying night. Yeah, and I mean, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who have experienced similar things. And I always just like to ask people, you know, do you have any advice for someone that might be going through something, a marriage like you did? And also, I know that, um, you know, Hissy Fit helped you creatively and emotionally get through it. But was there anything else that any other work or something that you did to kind of help you move through all of it? Well, um, there's this quote that says the light of a single candle can define and defy the darkness, right? Like, it only takes like one match or one candle and then it's no longer dark. And you have to keep that little thing alive in you. You know, you have it. It's whether you feel like you can say it or you can get it out. So to me, it's just really not forgetting that like little light in front of you or inside of you that can blaze and really become something larger if you let it. And I happen to have really amazing friends and family. And I think that allowing yourself to just be completely honest with them. I hid a lot for a long time. I was going to ask, it seems, because a lot of people go inside or they're embarrassed to say what's going on. So you hid, but when they came into my house, they were, my best friend said, I would say we're redecorating and we were supposed to be, but the house was just becoming a physical manifestation of his mind. Like I felt like my house just became what his mind was. And when my best friend came over, it had been months. And she said, had somebody blindfolded me and brought me into this house, I would no longer know it's yours because it just looked so different. And my mom came in and there were no sheets on the bed, just sleeping straight on the mattress. And that is what sent her into tears. Like it had gotten really dark. And so it's being willing to share that. And I feel like I could have said that all along with my friends. I think the other thing is less about the person who is in it because they're in it and it's hard. But if you feel like you have a friend that might be in it, that's more where my advice lies, which is um, be pushy. Ask the questions. Don't allow them to shut you out. Come over and knock on the door. Like, you know, because sometimes you don't have the strength to ask for the help. That's right. That's right. Like I did, I couldn't have it in me. And I knew if I asked, they would be there in a second, but I just Mm -hmm. couldn't do it. So my advice is keep that little thing alive inside Mm -hmm. of you. And as friends, um, if you see a friend struggling, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know it and you're trying to overstep, but overstep, do it, smash (laughs) in the door, like go save them. Mm because it could be in many cases life or death mm-hmm. yeah absolutely well thank All you right. for sharing your story and now thank where you. remind shout out your instagram and how people oh, can yeah. buy uh, merchandise for sure. the okay well um you can go to hissy set which is h-i-s-s-y-s-e-t-e and that's on instagram and then there'll be a link in the bio and it'll take you to our amazon store Amazing. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna do that right now. Yep. Yes. Bye. Well, you Monica, already follow yes, us. You I follow, follow us. you right now. But Tom will follow you. H I S S Y F E T, right? F E F E T E. Okay, got it. You're okay. already following us. Uh, oh, am I good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
And I DM'd you. I slid into your DMs and you didn't even answer me. See? Oh, I don't even know that Tom knows how to work a DM. Well, he's going to start dating. We got to teach him that. Well, thank you very much. Have the best <laughs> so Labor Day weekend. Yes. Look forward to meeting you in person. Meeting you in Everybody. person. Yes, we're going to have a divorce party. Yes. Yeah, we cheers are. to all the Labor Day divorce parties. Yeah. Yes. Hey. Enjoy. All right. Bye, bye, bye guys. Thank have you. a good one. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 